Welcome to Not Another Runner podcast, a running and health related podcast created by a run of the mill, yes, pun intended, everyday runner. Join me for all things running, health, and well being related, for the highs and lows of life, training, and chasing goals. This podcast is designed to keep you motivated and enthusiastic on your journey to health and happiness. Every time I run, I discover something new about me and about life, be it a reason why I run or a discovery of myself. I genuinely find gratitude through running. I am able to stay healthy and fit through the execution of my passion, but furthermore, I am able to achieve peace, presence, growth and discovery. And I love to hear all your stories on how running has changed your lives and what it's brought to you. I want to connect like-minded people through the power of podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Not Another Runner podcast. Thank you for tuning in and for choosing this podcast to listen to when you could choose and listen to so many other running podcasts. Um, I'm so excited to be able to publish this episode today. It was great to finally get to record this episode with today's guest, who's become a very good friend thanks to the ever brilliant community of runners we have over on Instagram. Today's guest is the very lovely thoughtful, kind and caring Carly Barnes. Carly is such a lovely person who I'm lucky to call a friend and though we have not yet and I say this with great emphasis as it will happen soon as unfortunately with everything that I had going on including babysitting duties and um, other things going on that that week um, we were unable to meet up and had to postpone our park run and cake meet Um, strangely it fell on the same day that the chiropractor then told me I wasn't able to run for a little while which was very strange timing anyhow we shall meet soon enough I really really hope that you all get you all enjoy today's episode as much as I enjoyed getting to chat with Carly as always get in touch with us over on Instagram let us know if you listened to the episode give us your thoughts and feedback it's always appreciated Um, During this chat, Carly goes on to tell us about her 12-day marathon challenge. Um, This is a challenge that you can all get on board with. Um, So Carly will go on to tell us about this challenge, how it originated and the brilliant charities that she's raising money um, by doing this. Um, Basically, between the 25th of December and ending on the 5th of January 2020, the idea is to complete the marathon distance. You can do this in as many sessions or as little as you wish, um, so long as they're between these days um, and completing the distance of 26.2 miles. Um, So yeah, whether that be in 12 small runs, um, walk jog runs, or four or even just one run, Um, at 26.2 miles and you can do it however you like Um, so yeah I just think what better way to all get together and help Carly raise some money for some great charities than signing up for this challenge and also it's a great way to keep active keep motivated um, during what's normally a very indulgent and sometimes slower paced less active period as we relax a little bit sometimes too much um, indulge a little bit too much as we enjoy the festive period with our families and loved ones so yeah a great way to really just keep motivated keep moving keep active keep healthy enjoy the outdoors and fresh air um, keeping the running consistent getting involved with others with friends perhaps meeting up with others to do to do to do some runs do some miles get some miles in the bag 
to complete this distance over these 12 days and also brilliant way to start the new year motivated active healthy um, and miles in the bag so carly will tell us more about this during the chat so do listen out for that the link to sign up is right at the bottom um, within the notes and there was a competition running for the 12-day marathon so um, i think that's still valid have a look on their instagram page again the link for that is in the show notes hope you enjoy this chat let us know um, your thoughts and your feedback Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Another Runner podcast. Today's guest is a female runner. She's a wife and mother to two girls. Her husband also runs. Her passion is getting outdoors and hitting the trails. She also has recently discovered open water swimming and enjoys yoga. She has an exciting challenge to talk about today, a challenge you can all get on board with. So let me introduce you to today's guest. It's none other than Carly Barnes, aka Gail Run the Shire. Hi Carly and welcome to the show. Hi, Hi thanks, thanks for having, for having me. me. You're very welcome. Really, as I say this, I say this every episode. <laughs> I need to start thinking of something new to say, but I'm really excited <laughs> to talk to you today. I've been looking forward to this. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so could you just tell us a little bit about yourself, Carly? Who is Girl Run the Shire? Okay, so um, Girl Run the Shire is me. Um, I live in Worcestershire, hence Girl Run the Shire. It's so naff. <laughs> um, so I'm 38. Um, I'm married to Ben and we've got two daughters, as you said before, um, Emmy and Heidi, who are six and three. Um, and yeah, I live and work in Worcester. I work for a technology company, um, the content marketing manager there. Um, I run obviously um and I also enjoy baking and gardening um and I kind of describe myself as a bit of a freestyle dancer I don't do coordinated dancing I do freestyle dancing much to the embarrassment of many of my friends um but yeah so just a normal normal girl in the shire <laughs> how and could you tell us how was it you how you got into running initially and how long yeah, sure. how long um so I've kind of I've run um on and off a lot for a really long time um probably since I was at uni really but kind of it was more of a hit and miss oh I think we should be fit and healthy let's go for a quick run and then you'd run 100 meters down the road and you'd be out of breath and you'd be thinking why am I doing this and then you don't do it again for months and months and then you might have another sort of little little go at it again um but I've always kind of been fairly active I used to mountain bike a lot with friends of ours we used to go on snowboarding holidays um uh, things like that and I, I played netball um when I first finished uh well when I was at school and then when I finished uni um when I was working um played netball but running's always kind of been there on and off in the past but never anything really serious and I would never have considered myself a runner and I know there's the whole thing about you know you stick your trainers on and you go out the door and you put one foot in front of the other and you're a runner of course you are but for me I didn't consider myself a runner and it probably wasn't until um I took part in a virtual um running event a couple of years ago that I fell in love with it and then I started I got that runner's high um and yeah just uh, yeah so only probably a couple of years yeah um that I've been running more and more often and um doing all these events and what have you but yeah I love it 
So I was just about to ask, and I ask everyone, if you've always been interested in a sports and active lifestyle. So it sounds mm. like you ha- pretty much have, if you've been doing snowboarding, mountain biking years ago. Yeah, I was never any good at it. <laughs> um, that is a massive caveat. Yeah, never very good at it, but um, I enjoyed it. And um, my husband, well, my husband and I have been together for a very long time, 20 years, Um so we've kind of grown up together with our group of friends. Um, but, yeah, we used to go away for the weekend um, over into Wales mountain biking. And um, but mountain biking always followed like a session up in the hills would always follow be followed by like quite a few beers and um, mm. what have you, a bit of a party. Um, and then, yeah, we'd go snowboarding holidays. And but I just have always loved being outside mm. um, and especially up in the mountains there's just something very special about being in the mountains I wish I lived closer to mountains but the nearest ones to us are the Malvern Hills mm. and it's it's strange like you like so many people say this you you just said how um you you didn't really class yourself or feel like you were a runner no. until you really did that virtual running um running event so many people say this that like oh yeah they start running but they're not a runner or they don't feel like a runner I know and it's so yeah. sad that so many people like feel like this like because yeah. I think if you put your trainers on you go for a jog even if you go once like you are a runner mm-hmm. um and and I think we need to encourage that and and um, oh yeah absolutely yeah and I it's so easy just to go like conversations I have at work where they say oh, I can't believe you you're running this and you're running that. I'm like but you can as well and I'm I'm so passionate about that that it doesn't it doesn't matter what speed you go at it doesn't matter how far you go just as long as you're giving it a go if if that's what you want to do and you don't you, you know I wouldn't mm. want anyone to feel the pressure that they have to do that but if I could bottle that feeling you get when you know when it all just goes perfectly like you have that perfect run or when you're up in the in the trails and you see that view and you're stood there and you're you're like oh man that's amazing and it's quiet and it's just you and the view if I could bottle that feeling and give it to people I'd be a millionaire because it is the best thing yeah and I want other, I just want other people to feel that and I don't want people to feel that you know they have to run this crazy fast marathon mm. time to mm-hmm. be a, a runner you don't have to be just no you know it can be a run to the end of your road as you know it's something it's yours so I think that's the it's thing it's so yours. true I'm like um literally forgot my train of thought then but yeah I've before if you could like you just said about bottling that feeling up like Mm. I I said do you know what if they I've always said this if they could sell like the benefits of exercise Mm. in a small pill if they could just prescribe that like it was a health way like yeah do you know what the 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 money you would spend like within the chess and the health but you know the health um oh, 100%. illnesses and stuff will just decrease in like incredibly and you know you said uh, with regards to it doesn't matter how fast how slow what pace you do that too like I say this all the time like with people that um I run with or friends or family like it really doesn't matter like it mm. isn't a competition it doesn't have to be fast it doesn't have to be professional it's just going for a run and do you know mm. what if you you stop and take a walk to, to gather your breath or um you know to muster up the energy so be it who cares mm-hmm. yeah no. exactly I mean and the thing is as well on the other side of things if if going fast is your thing that's fine too I think everyone just has to kind of find what's right for them and then some you know some days you feel like you can just run and run forever or you can run really really fast and other days like 
you know what? I don't want to. I'm just going to ha- I'm happily plodding along. Or I mean, I did I did the Royal Parks half marathon a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks ago. Well, quite a few weeks ago now. And um, I got to mile seven or eight. And I was like, this is hurting. My legs feel like they're, I'm wading through treacle. I'm going to walk. I don't need to run this anymore. This is ridiculous. Mm. And as soon as I stopped running and I started walking, I noticed the steel drum band and the flags and the yes. these amazing signs that were made by and all these people cheering. And I had the best time. Um, and it just completely changed it. It was, yeah, so... Mm yeah it's okay to walk and it's okay yeah. to go at your pace because it's your run mm-hmm. so whatever pace that is so yeah I find that I found like in races like if I've gone fast or I've trained hard and like say for example you're really concentrating on a time or a pace or and that's what you want to do that's what makes you happy yeah. like you do take in less of your surroundings I've done the same race like on two occasions and even that now like I definitely haven't taken in the surroundings, the views, because you're you're concentrating so mm-hmm. much on you're doing rather than what's around you. So there are so yeah. many benefits to slowing down and yeah. just it all in. Yeah, you just have to, yeah, yeah, 100%. Mm. Yeah. So how far was it that you, like how far into your running journey did you realise you wanted to train for those longer distances? <laughs> um, well, it wasn't really... A, a, so I went on a, um, I, so I, I just started my Instagram account and um, it, well, it wasn't long after that. And I started following a lady called Karen Lewin, who's um, a local runner to Worcester. She's she's pretty hardcore. Um, she, she <laughs> but she's lovely. She's so nice and she's really inclusive and she just she she just wants everyone just to enjoy, you know, the, the joy of running. Um, but she organises plogging events. Um, and it's basically where you jog and you pick up litter. And there was, she posted out on Instagram, a load of us turned up. And um, um, that's actually where I met um, Katie, um, uh, Katie Jane, the runner um, on Inst- from Instagram as well. I met her there. And anyway, so between Karen and Katie, they, I think Katie had just done Race the Stones not long beforehand. And Karen was quite an experienced ultra runner as well. And the, between the two of them over this sort of hour and a half I spent running around Worcester picking up litter they just sold it into me of like Karen was like the views are incredible and Katie was like you will not believe the pit stops they're incredible she said they basically described it as a running picnic and um obviously I mentioned earlier on about that I really enjoy baking I love I love food so much I I really really love food <laughs> and so a running picnic I wasn't even thinking about the miles <laughs> I was just thinking okay running and eating this sounds good (laughs) so yeah um and I didn't it wasn't until sort of a couple of weeks later where I met up with Katie again and we ran together again and she sort of started going on about it Uh, and I was like so how far is it then she's like oh it's just over 50 miles and I think in my head it's it was such a big distance it didn't seem real Mm-hmm. Do you know, do you ever get that feel? You know, sometimes when you, you feel like you're scared of heights at the 10th floor, but if you go to the 100th floor, it's so ridiculously high, it doesn't seem real anymore. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Am I yeah. just waffling? But that's how it felt to me when I signed up. I was like, well, it is a really, really long way, but it's fine. It's a, it's just a day out adventuring. And that's what I looked at it as when I signed up for Race to the Stones, uh, Race to the Tower, sorry. Yeah. And, um, yeah and it was just about we just built built up the training bit by bit 
got a load of dates in the diary and just sort of built up to it and but yeah it wasn't ever it wasn't ever me realizing that I wanted to do longer distances it was just mm. about the food yeah <laughs> because because I think it would have been last year then wasn't it last year that you were convinced to do race to the tower it would have been um, it was yeah so I met Katie uh yeah gosh I'm trying to put my dates together so we did it we did tower in June this year and I met Katie last year mm. in maybe the August I think it was August 2018 yeah. okay and then I think I finally signed up for race the tower in maybe the December sort of time mm-hmm. and I just having just run in the September my very first 10k right yeah Yes, wow. yeah, so I go. So like, it's a bit insane, really. <laughs> Weren't you? Yeah, like, I'm like right. Okay, yep. Let's let's do this. Yeah, I'm a bit of an all or nothing kind of person. <laughs> yeah, I've read mm. that. I think I've read that somewhere before about you. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. When when was um your first half marathon? When was Forest Forest of Dean half? Um, so Forest of Dean that was in March of this year, um, oh. and that was my first half marathon. So what we did was um, so I was. I signed up to, to a coach. Um, I was coached by um, Jordan, a Project Marathon girl. Yeah. Um, and between her and obviously Katie having done the Stones last year, we kind of plotted out some dates in the diaries for long runs or and building on those longer runs. Um, and yeah, and the, the Forest of Dean half was our, my very first half marathon. That was in March of this year. And I absolutely loved it. It was brilliant. It was like one of my favorite favorite races ever um yeah was it really was it really hilly was it a lot of do you know what I was expecting it to be super hilly from what everyone said but I I don't know maybe I was just having like maybe it was because I was having the best time ever on this run and just experiencing that first sort of big event um that I didn't notice that there were hills but I didn't feel like I noticed them. And I think, I'm trying to remember, I'm sure we ran most of the way, maybe apart from a couple of little bits. I mean, I got to mile 11 and I bonked real bad. Mm. I was like, I can't do this. Get me a jelly baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I remember seeing a guy, Chris, who we follow each other on Instagram and he kind of came up behind me and was like, how you doing? I was like, oh, I can't talk. I just need to get up this hill. And I was kind of like this lame little donkey kind of just, plodding up this hill but I got to the top I was like right come on it's only a couple of miles I can do this got my head down and yeah finished it um and my my husband and my girls were at the end and that was just I wanted to finish strong for them and that was that was the best that was really nice finishing and coming in like running into them and yeah they're hearing their little voices going mummy well done mummy it was really nice really nice and that's that's the feeling that I want to bottle for people is that, you know, when you're heading towards the finish line and that yeah. feeling, it's just, yeah, it's really, it's, it's nice. It is a great feeling. It's like, a really nice feeling. Yeah. So that's that's some, like, crazy, crazy <laughs> journey that you would have had. Like, first 10K, September 2018, wasn't it? Yeah. December, yeah. you decide to sign up for Race to the Tower, which was, I can't remember how many miles the Race to the Tower is. Is it 62? Mm. No, no, 50, 50, 50. 52 or 53. Well, I didn't make it, unfortunately, but that's a whole other part of the story. Yeah. 
but um, is this is crazy that like yeah. you you decided to do all of these in such a short short space of time um yes in march and you I, did half yeah i probably wouldn't recommend it because i got i got quite a few injuries um after my 10 when i signed up for race the tower i had a groin injury mm. um so i wasn't running at the time and i just signed up to 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 jordan with jordan's coaching and she kind of helped supported me and built built a plan specifically from getting getting me back from injury yeah to running an ultra my first ultra um and my very first run i remember was it boxing day I think it might have been Boxing Day or the day after Boxing Day, and it was a mile, and I was just ecstatic to be yeah. able to run a mile. I was so happy. Yeah. And I remember texting her and saying, Jordan, I've just run the mile. And she was, yeah, she sent me back the best message. She was like, see, you can do it, one foot in front of the other, and off we go. So, yeah. And so, so obviously, as you've just said already, Race to the Tower was the goal, the big goal mm. of the year. Yeah. So, we'll just if you if you're all right if we can just talk about that just quickly because yeah, yeah, yeah. you did have um you had a crazy day with that one and I yeah. think um and you are I know you said just now that you didn't finish it but you did amazing like what you achieved is incredible when you think of like the very close succession of those events mm-hmm. 10k back in in September and then you're half in the March, come to June, and you're entering Race to the Tower, and you got to 41 miles, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we did, we did the, the we did Forest of Dean in the March, and then I managed to convince Katie to sign up to um, a trail marathon in the May, on May the fourth or fifth, and it was it was. Oh, it was the May the fifth because it was the revenge of the fifth, and they had like a Star Wars themed um, medal, and it was up in Shropshire along the Long Mind, and that was possibly one of the most brutal races I've ever done. That felt harder than Race the Tower. That really? Was, oh, the descents and the climbs on it were incredible, but the most amazing sense of achievement at the end. We were we were almost the last ones over that line and we had to because there was a bit of a um, miscommunication with the um, the people that as it was two loops and you came back in there was a bit of a miscommunication as to we said we're going we're nipping to loo and then we'll go back out on our second loop you had to do it with the first loop within a certain time so we quickly nipped to loo and as we came back they said oh you're still here we've just sent the tail walkers and we were like, oh, my gosh. So we then had to chase the tail walkers, although they weren't tail walkers. They were tail slash very experienced walkers slash really good ultra runners. <laughs> so oh we had to – and the first is it, the first bit out on the second loop was a massive, massive climb out of the valley. And we had to chase after them. And somehow, I don't know how we did it, but we caught them and we got to the first aid station. The guy said, don't worry, I will make sure – because he also doubled up as the last aid station because you kind of do a big loop around the mind. And he said, don't worry, I'll wait for you here. I'll have the Jaffa cakes ready for that last bit. And bless him, he did. He waited for us. He was he was an absolute godsend, that guy was. I, if I had his name, I'd tell you. But, um, but yeah, we somehow caught the tail walkers. And then we finished that race. And again, my husband was there with the girls. And I remember Katie saying to me, come on, we finished strong for your girls. And we did. And that was such a hard race, but we did it. And um, yeah, it almost, yeah. That, that and then yeah and that was so that was the May and then end of June we went and did 
the tower but I think it was that race because it was such a quite a high um high uh what's the word I'm looking for quite a steep descent yeah and it just screwed my knees um um yeah and I think that's where I did my knee and so I my next the next plan was my husband and I were going to run from Worcester oh no run from Birmingham get the train to Birmingham and run back from Birmingham to Worcester along the canal towpath which you can do from from lock 30 to or whatever it is lock 40 something but it's 30 miles and the first lock is at Worcester on the river seven so we were going to run all the way back home to Worcester but because of my knee I couldn't do it and so for me that was a massive sort of blow psychologically that I couldn't do that next step in my training that 30 miles because that was sort of like if I can do that then it's only another Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's only another 22 23 miles to get to the tower but um yeah so I made the decision not to not to run that and um I think that was the right decision yeah um although Ben and I we definitely want to go back and do that together because yeah he's done it he's done it with his dad did it for his 40th um last year and we went to see him at the finish but um but yeah so um, going back to tower yeah and then we went and we did the tower in in June and went in with an injury and I do not I'm I don't do this it's so silly to start a big race like that with an injury but then I thought well I can walk it when I run it hurts but when I walk it it didn't hurt so I thought well if I just walk it all parts of it then it'll be okay Mm -hmm. and actually on the day it felt really strong and I did I ran we met Livy Mm -hmm. at the start line it was absolutely pouring with rain it was absolutely miserable and I think I ordered a raincoat two days before the event in a panic buy because you know that's the thing yeah. to do um and then we met Livy um in the queue for the toilets I said right come on you're coming with us we'll all run together and so the three of us ran the first I think it was about 14 miles together and I felt great and it was in the last mile coming into pit stop two that my knee just went and I couldn't I couldn't run it anymore and that was just heartbreaking and I said to the girls you're gonna have to go without me and I'm just gonna see how how I get on mm. and that was really really hard when you've trained with somebody all that time and then you have to make that decision to split up it sucks mm. really really sucks and I and I think they both felt really crappy about it as well yeah um they felt yeah they felt bad about it um but we kind of said I said that it's fine you have to, it's they had to run their race and it was my my thing as well so um so yeah so so they they went on I thought right okay what do I need to do and bless him my husband he he, um he sort of ferried around the the pit stop getting whatever it was I needed and the girls gave me a big hug and then yeah then I left them and I thought right I'm just gonna walk it and run it when I can did loads of stories on Facebook and Instagram to try and raise a bit more money the charities that I was running with and and then my husband then added me to a whatsapp group that he had all my family and all my friends and then they're all like come on Carly and that I was like I'm sat I'm like walking along with this knot you know he's crying (laughs) oh my god all my family and friends are here for me that was and I think that's what kept me going Mm. knowing that I was they were they were going to be at various different pit stops because I'd get a little text saying and coming up at the next pit stop is da 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 and then like my my in-laws were there and I remember seeing my my mother-in-law and um my father-in-law Ben's stepdad 
in one of the villages and then we saw his dad and his wife and his and his half sister and the dog who nearly tripped me up um but they were brilliant they they got me watermelon they helped stretch my legs um and then I saw two of my other friends much later on in the race um and it was so nice to have those people all the way along and that's what kind of kept me going and I just chatted to loads of different people along where I just thought right well I'm kind of doing this on my own I'm just going to make friends with strangers and you were never really on your own so um yeah and it was it was a brilliant day out it was a really good day out and yeah I got to mile 41 and I had to had to phone Ben and say I can't I can't go anymore because the blisters are blisters on blisters on blisters I'd got wet feet and I changed my socks but my trainers were soaping wet um yeah and 41 miles is so proud you should be so proud of that yeah I am now I am okay yeah I am I am really proud of that um I'm what I'm more proud of is the amount of money that I raised for the charities um and it meant that meant so much um yeah. to them and I've sort of I'm I'll be raising money for them again um so is it is it the same charities yeah yeah so um obviously that was huge girl this year um and this is very timely because I'm going to ask you now if you've got any big girls or achievements that you're this year (laughs) so you can tell us a little bit about that yeah um so I'm actually going to go back and do race to tower again next year and I'm going to finish the damn thing and I'm going to get to that tower and I am going to have my pint of beer or whatever it is at the end and pizza and I'm going to do that um, and I've told my husband can he meet me with a spare pair of trainers should they get wet um, so that's that I'll be doing that later on in the summer but before then um, I'm, I managed to get myself a spot on a London marathon um, for a charity um, which was very very exciting um, so I'm running London marathon in 2020 for family action um, and they are a, um, a charity who support um, loads of different families up and down the country um, who um, are perhaps not as well off as everybody else um, or maybe live in deprived areas um, that don't have the funding that other parts of the country do. Um, So they help them with things like financial advice, with um, counselling for all sorts of um, different needs. Um, They support families who are going through IVF. Um, they support um, families who perhaps have to make that decision as to whether they put food on the table or buy their kids a Christmas present. Um, so, yeah, so many, so many good things they do um, for families up and down the country. And obviously, I'm a mum. I've got two kids, and the thought of another mum out there having to make those kind of decisions or deal with abuse within the family, whether it's alcoholic, alcohol, alcoholism, or uh, drug abuse or other awful mm. things that happen in life um yeah so I kind of felt as a mum I wanted to try and support other mums and dads um by supporting this this charity um and then the other charity that I'm running for is a charity called Hopeful Tomorrow who um they it was started by a lady called Christine and her husband had um cancer and um they they bought a bus um, and they put a chemo unit on it and it became the world's first mobile chemo unit. And the idea is that it enables families who who perhaps can't get to 
um, a hospital easily. Perhaps they live in rural communities and they don't have access to public transport or their own transport. So they can go to their local community hub, whether that's the local doctor surgery or community centre. And that's where the, the bus will be. And they're now in several counties all over the country and they help people daily. So it just basically means they can they can go to the bus, have their chemo and then they can come back home and be with the people that they love which when you're fighting cancer, that's what you need to be. You don't want to be in a, you don't want to be in a hospital if you don't have to be in a hospital. Um, and my, um, my father-in-law, he's, um, he's got cancer um, and he is, yeah. So, and he's, he's used their services and they're amazing. And he's, and I said to him, who do you want me to run for when I did the tower last year? I want to raise money for a charity who, who can I support that's helped you? And he, he gave me these these guys' um, name and they're, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. And they've helped him. Um, yeah. So, yes, so that's who I'm running for. Hope for tomorrow and... Hope for tomorrow yeah. and family action. What an amazing charity. And, like, the, yeah. that, that story, who did you say was it that set it up? Hope for tomorrow, that was... It's a lady called Christine. She set it up oh, for her that, husband. That's incredible. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. They're in, they're an incredible, incredible charity, um, and they do a lot of good. And um, yeah, they just bring it closer to home. And it's so important when you're going through a really rough time with your health. You don't want to be in a in a hospital with you know as lovely as the people in the hospitals are. You don't want to be there. You want to be at home. And and the quicker you can get back home, the better, really. So it's you know it's where you feel comfortable and also obviously there's there's less germs and things at home it's what you're used to so so yeah so um yeah and they've they've helped my father-in-law um who's a very very special man in our family so yeah so that's who I'm running for so those are the charities you're raising money for yeah the London Marathon 2020 yeah and also race the tower Perfect. And then um, we did speak earlier about the 12-day marathons. Do you want to tell people about that as well? Yeah. So um, rather than um, asking people for money to sponsor me, um, I have um, set up a virtual running event called the 12-day marathon. Um, So I'll give you a bit of background. Um, If anybody's on Instagram and they follow um, Livy, who's the nutritious runner, she set up something very, very similar um, a couple of years ago for when she did her London Marathon um, uh, race um, in 2018. So she set up the 12-day marathon. Um, and the idea is that instead of asking people for money, you get them to sign up to this virtual event where um, they run um, the distance of a marathon over the 12 days of Christmas. And at the end, once you've once you've run your distance you get a medal and it was a beautiful medal (laughs) um and so I took part in this and that's how I kind of came to fall in love with with running um and since then I sort of kept in touch with Livy and we follow each other and we've chatted um several times and then we actually ran part of Race the Tower together um and then when I got my um London Marathon place I messaged Livy and I said oh I've got I've got a place I'm so excited um I'm thinking of doing something similar to what you did with the 12 day marathon. And we were, we were chatting about it back and forth. And she said to me, why don't you have the 12 day marathon? Um, Cause it was still a live um, Instagram account. And she, there was still a live Strava club for it that she'd set up. 
And so she gave it to me so that I could, she switched it all over to me and we set up a new password and what have you. Um, and she gave it to me so that I could use it to raise money for my London marathon attempt. Um, so yes, that's what I'm doing. So it's, you sign up um, and apart from the cost of the medal and postage, all the money will go to the charities that I'm raising money for. You don't have to raise any any money. You literally just sign up, pay your entrance fee if you like. And then between uh, the 25th of December and the 5th of January this year, um, you run the distance of a marathon and you can do that in one go if you're that good. <laughs> um, or you can do it in chunks. I've got a friend who has never run a day in her life and she's signed herself up, her husband and her little girl. And they're going to do it when they do the January sales because they reckon they, they walk that much anyway. Um, and then I've got another friend who's do, who's going to split it up into a few 5Ks and a, and a 10K mm -hmm. and try and get some PBs. And then I've got other friends that are walking it with their, with their mums. Um, I'm my um, I man even managed to get my husband to sign up and he doesn't do running events he he he's quite adamant about that he just likes to go out and run solo and I've, I've I said well you've got to you've got to do mine so so yeah so even he's doing it so yeah that's the idea and I've had the response already has been incredible has um, it that's great yeah yeah it's really oh. nice I feel I feel very very lucky to have so many amazing people in my life and so many all these runners that want to take part in this and support yeah. the charities that I'm raising money for. It's, um, yeah, I feel incredibly lucky. Um, what we yeah. will do is we'll put the, um, so if anyone's listening thinking, oh, do you know what? I wouldn't mind signing up to that. I yes. want to raise some money for those charities and also just yeah. running in the meantime and you get a medal. Yes. Yeah. Very pretty medal. What very, very want? pretty medal. Lovely. What we'll do, we'll um, put the link to 12 Day Marathon and the um, um, your page, the Instagram page as well, so that people awesome. can just click straight on there. Oh, thank you. I definitely am going to be signing up because that's Yay! quite, actually, it's quite a quiet year, isn't it? So it'll encourage people yeah. to keep active. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the other thing. And it is, it's, you know, it, over Christmas, you always, I mean, I don't, I personally, I'm always a bit sort of lethargic I've indulged a bit in that food that I love so much and probably don't get out and do much I might do a little walk here and there but um yeah so it, it what's nice is that there's people that have never never really led a very active lifestyle that have signed up for it which is fantastic and there's yeah. all it, it, that's the other thing you don't have to run it um so my friend yeah. um Bernie Yes, yeah, so she's yeah. had a really torrid time with um, with an injury over the last couple of months, but she signed up for it, and she's like, I think she's hoping that she'll be able to walk parts of it, um, like with her husband, and I want to walk some of it with her. Um, that would be wonderful. So that's yeah, it's walk, run, skip, jog, handstand, yeah. however you want to do it, you do it, and it's inside or outside, wherever. January yeah. sales, treadmill trails forever <laughs> well and the thing is like i mean I'm, I'm hoping i'll be running by then but at the moment i'm not running yeah. so we'll, we'll have to wait and see so if i am walking i'll be walking a lot of it in between yeah. work but um yeah bernie was um episode 10 of the podcast and mm. katie spoke was episode nine i'm sure people will have heard of both of them and heard their episode mm. but yeah that's great everyone's getting involved i'm sure we'll all uh raise a lot help you raise yeah that would be awesome that would be really cool thank you um, you do seem to be really proactive um, and you do get involved with lots of great causes, uh, you know, such as this one, raising money for charity. 
Um, there was another one that you've been involved with, and that mm. was Runner's Heel. Could you tell yeah. us about this course? Yeah, so, um, yeah, so Runner's Heel, uh, it was set up a couple of years ago by a guy called Chris Cooper. Um, he, I think, I can't remember exactly what it was he did for a living, but I think he was sort of had quite a high-flying career. And I think he went on holiday um, to Africa. And I think he was so um, moved by what um, he saw out there, um, basically mums and dads that couldn't couldn't feed their kids or the children were missing out on an education um, because they couldn't get them to the schools. Um, and so he it really sort of hit home for him at how lucky we are here in the UK and actually in most uh, Western countries. Um and so he wanted to do something that was bigger, bigger than him, bigger than any of us. And so he set up Runner's Hill um, because he was a big runner himself um, and loved running. And the idea is that you, um, so he's got a, a, a shop on the a website called Runner's Hill. And on the on the site, you can buy these um, T-shirts, vests, sweatshirts, um, hoodies, all those kind of things. Um, and they've got this um, the slogan on them. We run this, and the idea is that one of those is the will pay for a month's worth of meals in a school um, in the towns in Af in this in this uh, part of Africa um, for a whole month. So kids are more likely to attend school if they get a decent meal, um, a hot meal every day. So the school, since he set it up, school attendance has been much higher um and obviously there's kids that's really important um well as you know you know education's everything um especially in that part of the world because it gives them a better start in life it, it takes them away from what what could otherwise be a pretty nasty um turnout so um so yeah so that's what he's doing and he's so he set up a couple of years ago and we're hoping by the end of this year to get to 500,000 meals which would be incredible um so yeah so every every time you buy a t-shirt or a vest or a hoodie from from runners hill you're providing a month's worth of school meals for kids in africa um and the other thing he's done he's um he's recently re um, visited some refugee camps um some syrian refugee camps and he has i think just set up something very similar out there as well in a refugee camp um and he's yeah he's worked really hard to make make sure that because um, obviously there's a lot of politics around um, refugees and, and things like that um, but this isn't this isn't about politics this is just about making sure kids get a square meal every day and get an education and that's far more important than politics um, so and it's it's just about being a good human isn't it um, so yes that's what he's doing and there's an army of us behind him making sure that he succeeds and that these kids get a good education, get a good meal in their tummy and, and can live, have the opportunity to live a better life and make it better for future generations. So, yeah, it's well, only a small part cool. of the world that we're helping. But, yeah, yeah it, you start there, you know, what's that saying? Small acorns, great, yes. great oak trees, is that it? Yeah. Something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. I've definitely yeah. heard something like that. What, yeah. what brilliant cause, though. yeah. I mean, it's like, again, it comes back to I'm a mum mm. and I would do anything for my girls. I will. Yeah. So if there's other mums out there that can't, 
for whatever reason can't do that I want to be able to help them in a small way mm. um, I haven't got tons and tons of money and the opportunity to to really make massive changes but if I can make a change to you know one or two three or four mums lives and their kids then I will so and I think in in our country we take it for granted you know mm. after this podcast I'm going to go downstairs and, and and cook dinner for my family Mm-hmm. and that's easy for me to do so yeah yeah so yeah so yeah runners hill it's um wow. and the community we've got a whatsapp group and the other guys that are part of it are are just they're so passionate and they care so much and they're funny and they're all re- they're all they all love running um all really really into running so um that's the other thing and that like the the quality that's that's what I couldn't quite get over when I first bought my um my I've got like a blue um hoodie thing that I wear all the time I love it I've had it for probably about six or seven no possibly getting on for a year now actually and it's been in the wash so much because I love it I wear it all the time and it still feels just as nice as it was when I first got it so that's the other thing it's he's he's got really good quality materials so um so yeah it's good for you as well as a runner so brilliant yeah. we'll definitely we'll put a link in as well so someone if, if people oh, that would be awesome thank you check out the his website because yeah, that is just you. a brilliant cause and even like we said like one item of clothing doesn't cost much no do a whole month of dinners that's mm. mad yeah and it and it helps a child with their education it keeps yeah. keeps them in school so. that bit longer so yeah it's good you've you've said quite a few times and um you know you are a mum too um, and you do anything for your girls and I've seen you know you, that they've even well your eldest has got involved with running as well yeah. which is amazing and she did she's done a whole park run hasn't she yeah she's done park run a few times and um we actually went for a walk in the Malvern Hills um this afternoon and <laughs> my youngest managed to put her hand in poo <laughs> like on, in dog poo like within seconds of being up on the trail so my husband quickly ran her back down to the like the public toilets to wash your hands and and whilst we were waiting my eldest said mommy give me your watch I want to do some right I want to do some running so she just ran back and forth as fast as she could and she just loves it and and then we're walking off so I'm going to go run on the trails and she just jogs off down the trails and yeah she really enjoys it and then we ran down the hill and she she loved that she she's had her arms out she's like it's flying we're flying we're flying and it's I love seeing that it's that's what's really nice is when you see kids enjoying what you love yeah um, that's really nice yeah. like at park run there's always kids at park run isn't there and it's really it's really nice I'd love to see more of them and um, when you see a whole family down there together it's it's really nice especially when you're volunteering and you cheer them on you give them a high five and yeah they love it it's yeah it's nice to see kids involved in running and it's just so good for them it sets them up for life I oh, wish I'd done more of it when I was younger I was so unhealthy how um how do you manage to juggle your busy family life with your work and your own personal goals and you know your running um obviously training now towards the marathon and race to the tower um I'm very very lucky in that I've got a very supportive husband who also likes to run so he gets it um so when I was training for the tower last year we before I signed up we obviously we sat down we had a conversation and because he'd he he's done long distances like the the running to to Birmingham he knew what 
was going to be involved and he sort of said it's fine if this is what you really want to do I'll support you as long as I can still have my Thursday nights biking (laughs) I was like yeah of course so um yeah we just support each other and I do a lot of my my training in my lunch hour I'm really lucky that where I work I'm near a gym so I can pop to the gym as much Mm. as I love the gym um I have to go because you know if you don't do your strength training you get injured like I did um and yeah I do a lot of it in my lunch hours I do a lot of it after the girls are in bed um I've tried to be a morning runner before people get up I've really really tried that and occasionally I really enjoy it but more often than not my snuggly warm bed is where I want to be with a cup of tea but I think I might have to try and do that a bit more especially training for London um but yeah I just you just fit it in where you can don't you I guess yeah. Um, lunch hours and I, I know there's a lot of people that do they run to work so do like a run commute um, which is probably something I'll try doing I just means I have to be very organized with making sure I've got the clothes and shampoo at work so I can have a shower and make myself look presentable and not have to run with a bag full of stuff yeah um, but yeah I guess it's just about being organized and if you're lucky enough to have people around you that are supportive of what your dreams and goals and things are mm then that's how we've made it work um lots of brownie points are earned between the two of us <laughs> that's what i'd say what um yeah run commute is definitely a good idea and you're right yeah. so very lucky that you've got the gym right on your doorstep to do that yeah lunch yeah very lucky yeah because it's hard for those like for, for example for myself like where i work there isn't a shower so i wouldn't be able yeah. to do around lunchtime um yeah and i guess that's where people minutes yeah. yeah, I guess that's where people get up and run first thing in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And then can get ready and go. Yeah. Um, it's hard, yeah. Though. Yeah, yeah, especially as we're now coming into the winter, yeah. Yeah, because, um, you know, you said um, you sometimes train after the girls have gone to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, would you will you find yourself doing that in the winter evenings? Yeah, start? I think so, yeah. So I, um, I run with my club. Um, in the summer, I... I I'll run it obviously because it's light isn't it and what have you but in the winter I'll probably do a lot of running with my club um, black pair joggers mm. um, just because it's safety in numbers isn't it and and oh, it's horrible it's rubbish but the you know I'm a woman and I am well mm. yeah the, these things happen and that I hate that just because I'm a girl I have to consider these things but well we all do really and I'm constantly telling people please make sure you're wearing bright clothes or I've got a lamp or something like that on or a head torch mm-hmm. or whatever so people can see I see so many people running in dark clothes in the yeah. winter I had to slam my brakes on for someone the other day actually because oh. they just literally just shot out in front of me and I we were just we were just we just turned off the main road and I was coming come sort of starting to go up our road and someone just shot out in front of me and I was just like why do people wear dark clothes you can't see them yeah. so there's that element so yeah I would I'll running running with other people um through the winter because otherwise it's pretty lonely isn't it otherwise especially yeah. in the winter when you when yeah. you have no views yeah <laughs> the winter's so hard isn't it like, mm. I, I find it so much easier to motivate be motivated in the spring and in the summer yeah I mean, for yourself like for anyone training for a spring marathon a lot of the, the bulk of training is done through winter winter mm. evenings mornings and it's a lot darker and colder so yeah what are you like what or who keeps you inspired and or motivated that hopefully you'll be able to 
will help you through this winter phase? Um, well, I think so. Since I've when I finished the tower, I um, I didn't then have a plan for anything, um, and I think that's really sort of made me realize I need a. I'm the kind of person I need to have a plan. Yeah. So have been accountable to somebody and knowing what it is I've got to do that day that I think that's going to really motivate me um because at the minute I go out I'm I mean this week I haven't really run at all no I haven't run at all this week because I've had I've got the start of a cold coming and it's very easy just to go I don't want to but actually that's probably a very sensible thing to do but actually over the last couple of months I've not I mean I did that half marathon I did really hardly any training for it which is really stupid really really daft to go to not do any training for that kind of distance um but it's because I had no plan and I've just sort of bumbled along through the summer which actually been quite nice on the other hand is that you know just running for the joy of running um and not having a goal or anything like that but with something like London I know for me to stay motivated I need to have a plan um and then it's the other people around me. The, the the Instagram community is just it's something else. Um, I've met so many incredible people on there. I'm inspired daily. Every time I like flick through my phone, there's another. You know, there's something else on there. And whether that's someone smashing out like um, like Jordan with her flipping her efforts out in the desert just recently, mm. that was just incredible. She's that that girl is so talented and she works so hard um and then and then I've got pals that uh start just starting their running journey and that inspires me just as much so um and I just love I love meeting new people I'm meeting um I met um uh, my friend Katie um different Katie uh, she's she was kitty but she's now katie runs rides met met up with her in the summer and that was so nice to meet her because like we chatted over instagram and then we've actually booked to do a maverick race in the in the new year which we're really excited about along with a couple of other girls um lady called Jex and then another lady called natty and i just i'm so excited we've set up a little whatsapp group and and then i'm meeting um meeting up with a girl called tizzy and um and becca as well and we're gonna go open water swimming together and it's like meet see what following these people and then meeting them in real life that's what motivates me as well because it's yeah. so exciting I love meeting new people um and and hearing their stories and seeing how what they achieve and like being being a cheerleader <laughs> yeah um, that yeah and, and going and watching events and 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 volunteering at things like park run and and seeing people achieve what it is they've set out to do whether that is you know, running a park, being the winner of park run and smashing and getting an UPB or or taking your kid out for the first time or park run or just doing your very first park run or actually just getting out there and, and just running park run and just enjoying it. That That's what inspires me. It's just sort yeah. of, yeah, a mix of the elites and the athletes and, and well, we're all athletes, aren't we? And the, and the us everyday runners. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, <laughs> you've got a lot of things coming up. Which one? Which of the Maverick races are you doing? Oh, it's the one in February. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's in the dark, which is really oh. scary. So I hear there's bears and 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 wolves and things. <laughs> no, 
uh, it's 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 um, it's somewhere in Oxfordshire. I don't really know many of the details. All I know is it's one of their dark in dark races, uh, which look they've I think they've just started doing them for this season, and I've seen a few pictures go up on Instagram, and it looks like so much fun, and they all have pizza and beer and stuff at the end. Um, but I did a um, a local um, uh, dark run like through the forest um, this winter, well last winter. And it was so much fun because, like, run. I love running the trails, but the trail in the dark is just that's something else. That's because yeah. you can only see what's just in front of you with your headlamp, and you hear the sounds, but then you can hear whoops and cheers, and from other pop, you know, parts of the the trail where you can hear the other runners, and that's quite a. And also, the other good thing is you can't see how big the hills are, which is always <laughs> a bonus. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm really, really looking at something different with one person I've met once before and two other people who I've chatted to for a long time over on Instagram, but never ever met. So I'm really excited. And yeah, we're going to go and have a, a girly weekend away with no cocktails and um, yeah, and no, no dancing or anything like that. It's just going to be fun on the trails and pizza and loads of mud. It's going to be ace. <laughs> That sounds so fun. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, um, Carly, what would you say is your your reason for running? Your, as I like to call it, your hashtag, why I run? Um, my hashtag would be a very, 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 very long hashtag. <laughs> I've got loads of reasons that I run. Um, it's not just one, one singular thing. Um, I run because I enjoy it foremost I I love running um I love the feeling that it gives me when I finished it um especially when I really can't be bothered to go out and then I go and do it and I yeah that's a really as I said bottling it um that feeling um meeting new people um just my kids the fact that my eldest is really enjoys it as well and just seeing her loving it and um yeah all the all those things like my husband when when we had Heidi our our youngest um he started running then like really getting into running and seeing what he achieved that really inspired me and I think that's what sort of made me think well maybe I could give this a go as well and um yeah all the friends that I've met through this community and I guess like at the minute my biggest reason to run is is my father-in-law um he's he's my mo he's you know he's he's got terminal cancer it sucks but he is the most positive person and he just gets on with life um and he's like yep i've got cancer but i'll get to have my chemo but we we crack on with life we 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 keep putting one foot in front of the other and we get on with it and we don't sweat the small stuff and yeah so he's he's my reason at the minute my biggest reason at the minute but yeah i have lots of reasons but yeah, at the moment it's Tim. What yeah. was your father-in-law called? Yeah. Steve. Or oh, everyone calls him Cookie. Cookie. Cookie, yeah. <laughs> what a good reason. Yeah, brilliant reason. Especially as you said earlier, like just how positive he is. It's oh, just a yeah. reminder really of how we must. Yeah. I mean, his consultant said to him, um, sorry, now I'm going off on a tangent, but his consultant said that the, the, cancer, the cancer he's got is very, very rare. And he said, to be honest, you probably should have died a long time ago, but you're still here. And I and I think that intrigued him. 
and mm. we're all convinced it's because of his positive outlook on life he's not let it it's like he's got a cold he's just yeah. like well, enough uh, it's not man flu he's got he's like if he was me and he was a runner and i'm like oh i've got a cold this week i don't feel very well he'd still be out smashing an ultra marathon he's just mm. got that kind of attitude to life he he's yeah it's incredible and it's inspiring and it and he's just very yeah he's amazing and I think Even I wish more, more people sorry yeah. oh no sorry you carry on you know I'm saying I wish more people could somehow I wish I could bottle his attitude yeah and give it to people yeah mm. yeah fab I know I was just gonna say there's even more reason now people are going to want to be like yep i'm going to join you on your 12 day marathon because yes, steve please brilliant... for cookie for cookie yeah, yeah. fab yeah that now, would be another, awesome. another good question what um because you've named quite a few so i'm intrigued to know this what is the best thing that running has brought to your life <gasps> um hmm maybe freedom um Love that. Be- yeah because yeah I, could, I never used to think I could do I was good at stuff and I still have that feeling I'm not very good at stuff and when I do these events I sometimes have a bit of I mean the fact that you, you want you want yeah doing this podcast I'm like mm, imposter syndrome <laughs> big style <laughs> but when I'm out running it's just me. Oh, I'm, most of the time, actually, I'm with someone else running. But you know, yeah, it's it's me. It's my run, and it's it's no one can take that away from me. And I'm out there, and whether it's just a little tunnel along the river near where I live, or up on the Malvern Hills, or in <laughs> on the blinking long mend in Shropshire, or Cotswold. I mean, I'm not. I've not run in big, beautiful cities, or or adventures around the world, and and you know along the I don't know Appalachian Trail in America or anything I mean I would absolutely love to that would be incredible but at the moment I have responsibilities here so I can't do things like that but one day um but I'm just a normal runner but I just I love the feeling it gives me and the sense of achievement you get after a run whether it's for an event or just going out and just doing a quick little one or two miles I like that feeling and it's that feeling of freedom and you're in control does that make sense yeah totally Um, I also really love the community it's given me um the people I've met through it um yeah brilliant yeah (laughs) and do you do you happen to have a favorite uplifting or motivational phrase and why that like keeps you going during tough times um yeah so I read a book um by a lady called Mimi Anderson and um she um she came to running quite late on in life um and she had a severe eating disorder um when she was younger um and even into when she became a mum when she was a bit older and and her husband sort of helped her through that with a lot of um, help and support from obviously professionals and what have you. Um, but she she wrote this book um, about how she came to running and and she she I think she just run like her first half marathon or maybe a first something like a first ten k or for, never run further than a half marathon. She started off running in her gym on the treadmill, and then she did the um, 
uh, the marathon marathon de Saab, the one yeah. through the desert, with two of her girlfriends. And at the end of it, they they finished they crossed the line like these purple sparkly dresses. And since then, she's gone on to 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 win and and achieve some incredible events. Like she's she's run um, from John O'Groats to Land's End, and she held the record for a very. I think it's only recently been broken. Um, with the women's record and then she ran across America she's run um, the Arctic or Antarctic one of those polar cap marathon things she's done it's incredible what she's achieved and throughout it all in in her book when she when she was training for the marathon to start this first big event having only run like half a marathon I remember reading these, these words and it said how will I know if I don't try and that just really stuck with me. So how we, if when people say, oh, no, I could never be a runner. Or I can't run a mile, let alone 50 miles or whatever it is. How you know if you don't try? And, you know, I say to my kids, how you know if you don't like that sprout, if you don't try it? And I <laughs> kind of like, it's the same thing. You don't know unless you try. You might really like it and you might find you're really good at it or you might find you hate it, but you won't know unless you try. Um, and I think that's that's I think we can apply that to a lot of things in life yeah um, yeah that's my that's the one when it gets tough how do you know if you don't try you just got to keep trying one foot in front of the other so it's a it's a fantastic book you should read it if you haven't Mimi Anderson's yeah. book yeah it's very good I've definitely heard of her so I'll have to check that yeah. out yeah yeah so I think nice she's on that. Instagram as well so you can yeah. you can have a look for her on there She's someone that you should interview on your podcast. 100%. Yes. If you can get her, she would be, oh, the story she would tell you, I bet, would be incredible. The well, I was, that's, one on. of the, that's one of the questions. Who would you love to hear on this podcast? Oh, Bibi. Yeah. 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 There's a couple of others I'd say. Um, I would definitely say a um, la- lady called Rav Billen. Um, so she she's on Instagram. Um and she's on she's quite big on Twitter as well. She um she's one of Chris Cooper's business partners for Runners Hill. Um and she's just done uh, a run six hundred days running, and she's still going, um, run streak. But her her passion for Runners Hill to be a success and her dedication to it is just phenomenal. And she's but she's such a nice person really really genuine really supportive um she's um she's really good friends with um uh, Alistair Jones you know the the guy who writes all the the runner, runner's poems yes um, she's really good friends with him and she's helping him launch his business as well she's just she can she can just see an idea and she just makes it sparkle um and yeah she's she's amazing i love i love rav um I'd also say um, Mel, Mel Bound from This Mum Runs. Um, so I know Mel through a friend of mine. <laughs> um, we went, I went to my friend's Hendu um, probably about seven or eight years ago now. I think it was when I was preg- I was just pregnant with my eldest Emmy. And I met Mel there because um, they, they'd gone to uni together. And Mel was just toying with the idea of... Um, of setting up her own business she she worked for an agency she was toying with the idea of setting up her own business or going freelance or something like that and then about a year or 
maybe 18 months later, she put this post out on Facebook, seeing if anybody wanted to go meet up and go for a run with her. And from that, she's launched this Mum Runs, which is this incredible community of mums who run. Um, but so, and she's she's I think they're in Bristol, London, Bath, but they've got a global community as well. And the idea is that it's just about getting mums who who maybe used to run or fancied having a go at it. Um, so, but it's very much about that. I don't see myself as a runner, but Mel is you are. You've put your trainers on, you've turned up, you're here and you're doing it. And and her dedication to making sure that every woman, every mum think knows that she can be a runner and she is a runner. Um, they ran these, they've got these really cool sweatshirts that have all these really cool slogans on. Like I've got one that says um, run Marley cake, but they did this campaign where it was runners runner full stop. And you know, you were saying about earlier on how so many people just think that they're not a runner. Oh, I, I'm not a fast runner. I'm not a runner. I, I don't yeah. run very far. I'm not a runner. Mal was like, no, 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 you are. You've got your trainers on. You're here. You've turned up. You, you're doing it. Look at you running. And she's she's very, very passionate about that. And she's that was five years ago. Um, and it's now this incredible, incredible community. And I'm a massive fan of um, This Mum Runs. And I, and I think Mal would be a really interesting interview. And and yeah yeah so she'd she'd be awesome to so it's mel who's behind this mel bound her name is yeah and um behind this mum runs well i didn't know that before i didn't know who ran it so that's really interesting thanks for that yeah um yeah brilliant so (laughs) sorry giving you some homework i love when people like give me that i've just got to like go back and make a list and make this list and put it somewhere safe because i've had so Mm. many recommendations is trying to get round getting yeah. round to everyone and getting the time yeah. but it's good because someone um one of my friends who I think I mean she's recently started running but she asked me well don't you like run out of people to interview and I was like no oh, <laughs> it's don't, massive I don't think I've ever run out of people to interview for the podcast because there's just no. so many people out there there's and so many people so and so many run. interesting stories isn't there yeah, yeah. Which is great. Uh, most most stories are normal people. Like you know, you interviewed um, uh, James the other week, the yes. um, morning coffee, and his stories. Yeah. I love his story, and he was just so. Yeah. He's just a regular guy like the rest of us, yeah. but he's just doing incredible yeah. things. And he, I, I think, he's got that same attitude. He, you know, you just give it a whirl. Yeah. See if you can. That's one thing. Like I try and interview like an array of guests, but I do like interviewing people like me people like you, you your everyday runner like that do do those additional you know raising money or causes or um have crazy accomplishments they might you know be a writer or you know they've got a hustle on the side of their their main job but mm. um the everyday run it's it, that that because when I used to listen to or when I, well, I still do when I'm listening to running podcasts I love listening to the everyday runner as well as the elite athlete because mm. they are so relatable mm. there's a lot to take away from it and actually all those elite athletes all came from being a yeah well most of them unless I guess they were childhood stars but even yeah. then they still were normal people exactly and they're still normal people they're just they've just found something they're really really good at like yeah you know that that guy who ran that sub two hour marathon he's just a normal guy you know <laughs> he just smashes out a sub two hour yeah. marathon that was incredible to watch He's, he's inspired. I mean, how is it? But his attitude. Yeah. What, what is it? His he says. Um, 
he's so got he's, a really cool only, phrase that he yeah, uses, hasn't he? Like he's only as good as um like the, like something to do with his team. So like it's not it's not just him. It's no, yeah, yeah. And he like when he's out in in his camps when he goes away, he's very much like hands on. Like you know, like because he's if you think about it, he's an elite athlete. He's sponsored. He gets money. But he doesn't like he doesn't just because he's trying to um, do this mission, this project, and he's getting money or you know he gets this sponsorship. He won't say, "Oh, I can't," you know, "I can't help with the cooking and the cleaning." Like he's not. No, like, he works hard. Oh yeah. yeah, like yeah, and it's his attitude. He's just he he is really grateful for yeah. like every minor thing in life. Yeah. Well, who knows? He's got to work. He's got to work hard at it, and it is a team effort. Mm. and um yeah and that that's equally as as inspiring um it's the it's it's the it's the full mix isn't it it's the yeah. the what is it a smorgasbord <laughs> the <Yeah>. full mix <laughs> all the cheeses please <laughs> yeah. um right final question for you if mm. you could give others listening three tips to getting started in running or to like further their distance because perhaps some people are listening they've started running but they're not quite um you know they haven't quite got up to that 10k or half distance or ultra maybe what what advice would you give people um i would definitely advise don't don't perhaps don't do what i did um and go from a 10k to an ultra in six months because i got lots of injuries from that that was a bit silly so i've learned my lesson um, but what I would say is actually don't worry about the distance. The way I trained for it was about, I, it was just time on feet. So you know how you get a couch to 5K? Um, that feels like a big task to get to 5K. But if you say, I'm just going to run for 30 minutes or I'm just actually even right back to the start, I'm just going to run for a few minutes mm. and then I walk for a bit and then I run for it. If you do it that way, and it, it, it's the same from starting from scratch having never run or you run for a few minutes or a minute and then you walk for a bit and then you run for a minute it's the same when you're building the distances or it was for me anyway and I found that rather than saying right I'm going to go and run once I've done like the half marathon distances I'm going to go and run 15 miles I'm going to what I actually did was right I'm going to run for two and a half hours now and see how far I can go and it and but there wasn't it was just to see how far I can go it wasn't I'm going to get to this distance mm-hmm. um and there were definite like distance goals as I got further in but when I was starting out with it it was just about time on feet um and building that up um otherwise I think it's too it's too big it's far more achievable to say right I'm going to run for 30 minutes wouldn't it be great if I can run for 30 solid minutes rather than I'm going to run 5k because actually everyone runs at a different pace and that's actually that it's okay to run at a different pace because we're not all fast runners and we're not all slow runners we run at our own pace um so that would be uh you wanted three yeah tip tip number one would be that um yeah try the trails definitely try the trails if you've never run on the trails before go out and find your local trails because and that that's not necessarily up some big mountains that might be your local wood or it might be um if you've got a common near you it might be that um it it's 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 so nice it's springy underfoot on a trail (laughs) (laughs) and the views are beautiful and nature's there and then you can stop and have a little snack and look at the view the trails are just 
there's something very very special about the trails um and if you have got a hill or a, a mountain near you and uh, you know your way around it or you can find someone that knows their way around it then yeah go and go and experience that um but yeah it's i love i love trail running um if you think that road running uh, I, I don't want to run because i don't like roads it's it's too hard maybe go and try the trails because yeah they're just yeah i love them um <laughs> <laughs> um and then tip number three um oh i get well this is my health and safety head i'm such a warrior tell someone where you're going yeah um always tell someone where you're going and roughly how long you think you'll be um because there's yeah you could fall over and hurt yourself and be stuck and have smashed your phone and you can't get back so uh, you know and there's all worse things than that but just make sure you let someone know where you go especially now where it's getting darker and um yeah yeah health and safety <laughs> that's a great one we haven't had that one yet so i, well, I yeah. love that you actually all three of those i think you've you've yeah three of those are three brand new running tips oh, i love that oh good good good, good. Fabulous. That's all right, then. <laughs> oh thank you so much for taking the time today to chat with me that's and okay. for the podcast um, can um, I just really ask something? Yes. Um, I'm very sad that you don't do your little quiz anymore. Oh, yes. I'd be I used to love to your bring quiz. that back. Uh-huh. Right, okay, well, shall I do a makeshift one really quickly? I'm gonna, Go on it's going to be hard because I haven't made it. So, like, I'm going to be, like, thinking as hard as you are. Okay, we'll, uh-huh. we'll do okay, it now. Okay, go. <laughs> okay. Trail or road? Uh, trail. 5K or ultra? Mm, 5K at the moment. <laughs> Peanut butter sandwich or jelly babies? Oh, peanut butter sandwich. Pre-race meal or post-race meal? Post-race meal, every time. Beer or wine? Wine. Crisps or chips? Chips. Winter or summer running? Oh, winter, I think. Ooh, yeah. I wonder if you want to take that back after the marathon training. <laughs> I know, yeah. Ask me again in a few months. Yeah. yeah. Running with friends or running with music? Oh, running with friends. Yeah. Yeah. And early morning or late evening run? Evening. Race or training? Uh, race, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And the thrill. Boiling, boiling hot or freezing cold run? Freezing cold. Perfect. That was quite good considering I had to quickly think that off. <laughs> you know, you did well. I used to love that part of your yeah, podcast. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And then I noticed they'd gone away and I was like, oh no, I love the quiz. Yeah. It's my favourite bit. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back. I've been good. thinking yes, about doing that. Enough. Yeah, I'll bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. And what was funny was who, who, um, it was John, wasn't it? Wasn't it John who did it to me at the end of the podcast? Yeah. It? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. That was great. I think maybe that's what you should do. You should ask your guest to, to bring a, a quiz question for you. Yeah. yeah. There we are. We'll do and that. You don't know. You, you, it has to be spur of the moment. You're not allowed to pre-know the question. Just just a normal, just any kind of quiz yeah. question. But with like a, a one or the other answer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There we'll you do go. That new content yeah. <laughs> I'll copy tell what I do for a living <laughs>
Right, thank you for your time, Carly. Oh, no, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you for let, especially letting me harp on about 12-day marathon. Thank you so much. No, you're welcome. Just tell everyone where they can go and follow you over on Instagram. Uh, yeah, so I am girl run the Shire. So that's girl underscore run underscore the Shire. So, yeah. Perfect. Thank you, my Carly. big cheesy grinny face. <laughs> <laughs> thank that's you so much for having me. Bye. Thank you, you guys so much for joining today and listening to Not Another Runner podcast. Please tell your friends and family who you think would enjoy the content I'll be sharing. Don't forget you can get in touch with me over on Instagram via Not Another Runner. Let me know your thoughts on the podcast, any suggestions on guests or topics. This is greatly appreciated. Send me your questions through as well if you want and use the hashtag why I run to be featured. And hey, if you can hit subscribe to the podcast, this will really help me to be able to give you more. Thank you again. And remember when you get up and exercise or go for a run, you never regret going, but you always regret not going. Have a great week, guys, and speak soon.